This is Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. My name is Jake Seavers bringing you all of the hottest Hillsdale College sports information from this past week. First off, the Hillsdale College men's tennis team keeps ascending. They got a big win over number 22, Ferris State. I had Michael Zabo in the booth to talk more men's tennis. All right, we now welcome on a very special guest, one of the most special that we've ever had in the history of Charger Rundown. That's right, folks, you know. It's Michael Zabo, uh, ten- junior tennis player, and coming off of a huge dub today, Mike. How are you doing? Feeling really great. Okay, let's get right down to brass tacks. Yep. Today, earlier today, uh, Hillsdale men's tennis knocks off Ferris State the number 22 team in the country, Hillsdale's first victory against a nationally ranked opponent ever. How does that feel? It feels great. Easily the best win in our program's history. Um, to just be a part of it is really special. It was an awesome out- atmosphere out there today. So yeah, I'm just riding high right now. Let's talk about uh, your mindset going into the game or into the match. Yeah, so... We had a we had a pretty dis- decent win yesterday. Uh, we came out a little flat. Uh, it was it was pretty early in the morning for a Saturday morning. So uh, you know we we started off slow, but we ended up finishing the match really well yesterday. Uh, so going into today, we really just wanted to bring more energy, and our coach kind of stressed that uh, after the doubles point because we really didn't. Again, we came out kind of flat today. Uh, I think we sort of had ourselves beat before we even started the match, but we realized after playing doubles that we could beat this team. Um, we brought a ton of energy, definitely the the best atmosphere I've ever played in a college match. We were loud, they were loud. Uh, they're not necessarily the best behaved team. So we kind of got a pass on some bad behavior for ourselves and that's always fun. Um, so it was really back and forth all day and we, came out on top and that that's an awesome feeling so in college tennis is it still pretty much uh self-regulated where you call your own outs and things like that uh we did have a ref today which is good because ferris state is notorious for cheating out there so um yeah we were lucky to have a ref out there today and it definitely helped there were some huge overrules in some big matches at big moments uh, which definitely helped us, and just having somebody out there uh, kind of helps deter from the cheating that would normally go on with a Ferris State match. Um, so, yeah, definitely made a difference, but we we were sort of prepared for a nasty match, and we came in with the right mindset. At what point did you guys realize, like, hey, we've got we've actually got a shot at doing this? Um, so we lost the doubles point, which how that works for you and people yeah, that don't no know yeah. uh, there's three doubles matches that are going on and who whichever team wins two out of the three gets the doubles points okay. um and you know we play to four four overall matches four overall points or whatever you want to say so after doubles we lost but we realized that this team isn't as solid as the Ferris State teams that we've played in the past um so you know, like I said, we we were kind of flat in doubles, and our coach really stressed to us like bring the energy, bring the intensity, keep pressing on them because they're not going to be used to a team as good as what we're putting out there today. And once we started singles, it was very clear from the beginning that we weren't overmatched. We just had to work harder than this team, and we knew if we did that, we could come out with the win today. Is is Ferris State one of those teams that's sort of always nationally ranked? They always make headlines. Yeah, definitely. They're okay. always uh. 
when we were in the GLIAC, they were always top of the GLIAC. Uh, they're still close to top of our uh, region. So this is one of our toughest matches on our uh, calendar this year. So now you guys are sitting at 5-0 and on the season, which I know it's a little weird with how the records work, right? Like one of them from the fall is counting for your season record? Yeah, so we played a few matches in the fall, but uh, only this one of the ones in the fall counts. So we've only played four matches this spring, but we're counting one from uh, the fall. So yeah, five and zero right now. Okay, so sitting at five and zero, coming off of uh, a program changing win. Uh, when are you guys going to start get some getting some uh, respect from the national media? Uh, we still have a ways to go. It, it really looks like if we can win out to spring break, we'll probably be in that conversation, which definitely isn't a given. We have a lot of tough matches still. Um, but if we played like we did today and we matched the same intensity that we had today, it's definitely possible. Is that a thing that you, you knew would be in the realm of possibilities at the beginning of this season? Um, I, I think we definitely could have thought it was a goal, but it was one of those like far-reaching goals that w we probably didn't think we were there yet. Uh, we lost uh, some good players from our starting lineup last year, and going into this year, we really weren't sure who was going to step up, and we've had a lot of guys step up in huge spots. Um, so to be where we are right now and to have a win like we did today, we're definitely ahead of schedule, and I really think that this can't, like you said, it can be a program changing moment like if we if we keep this up we can be something special this year you're listening to charger rundown my name is jake siever is sitting down here with hillsdale tennis legend michael zabo he's a junior and the team is uh going nowhere but up so mike just beat a just beat fair state uh and when are we going to start the narrative that hillsdale's a tennis school yeah so Obviously, you love to hear that. Not a lot of schools claim themselves as tennis schools. There's obviously the bigger sports that draw bigger crowds, bring in more money, all of that. Probably more fun to watch. But for a spring, for a spring sport, I think you know this spring with what we're already doing and what I think we can continue to do, we should definitely be in that conversation. For Hillsdale College is a spring tennis school. Okay, okay. So football made it to like the final sixteen in yep. the country. And that's great for the fall. Basketball. Uh, Technically winter. So, Okay. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> We are spring. So the spring is, is ruled by tennis. Yeah. And track is good, too. And, I mean, track is. And golf. Everybody's good. But let, let's have a good tennis year. Let the record show. Uh, how, how's the ladies' tennis team doing? They're great, too. I think they they beat Ferris also today. They had a really good win. Yeah. I, I don't know how strong Ferris is uh, for the girls, but obviously anytime you get a win, um, especially against a GLIAC school, because the GLIAC is always a strong tennis conference, that's going to be good. I was actually at the match for a little while, so everybody looked like they were playing well. Um, so look, it's looking bright for the ladies too. Mike, I understand that you were uh, a bit of a legend at your high school for, for tennis. Do you have any records? Uh, I have the Michigan record for... Well, I'm tied for state championships. I won individually all four years. Um, I have the record for most wins in a state high school career for Michigan, which was 150. Um, I used to have a record for most 6060 wins. It was actually beaten by a kid who's going to come here next year on our tennis team. So, jeez, that's pretty cool. Um, 
there aren't official records for what we call a golden match, which is never losing a point in the match. But You've I, done that before? I had three of those. That's in unbelievable. High yeah, those are. I think those are some of my proudest moments. That kid has got to be crying the entire bus ride home. Well, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of felt bad doing that. You want to show, <laughs> you want to show your opponent respect, so you never want to, not try the whole time. Yep. But you go into some matches knowing that you're going to beat a kid, and you're going to beat a kid pretty handedly. Um, but again, I think to not try for some points just because you know you're going to beat somebody is disrespectful. So I just went out there. I did what I was supposed to do, and it just ended up working that way. I cannot even imagine. I feel like if we got on the court, I could score a point against you. I, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely tough, especially for serves, because once it gets into your head that, oh, like I haven't lost a point in yeah 40 points... You start thinking about it, and then you might miss a couple serves and one double fall, then you lose that. But I was lucky enough to keep everything together a couple times, and it worked out well. So you, with all of those records, um, how'd you end up at Hillsdale? Uh, so I was actually I was at a tournament, um, not a high school tournament, but just outside tournament, and the Hillsdale coach was there. I actually got killed in the match just – not a great showing by me, but I, you know, I was I was being respectful on the court. I was showing good sportsmanship, and that's actually what drew the our coach Keith Turner to you know talk to me after the match. And he reached out to me. Um, he told me a little bit about the school. I had already known about the school because I have some good friends whose family went to Hillsdale, and there's some great people, some of the best that I've ever met. Um, Actually, a past head football coach, um, maybe head fo- football coach. He went here, Pat Rima. Uh, he was a quarterback here in whatever the '80s. So, you know, he was my uh, he was a Bible study leader of mine. So I knew them, and I knew about Hillsdale. So it kind of went from there. And after learning about Hillsdale and like knowing some of the guys on the team, it really seemed like a good fit. So, what has Coach Turner done for you to help you develop as a tennis player? Um, I I think a lot of us come in with a really strong background in like you know fundamentals. We know our techniques. We know what we're good at. But uh, Coach Turner is really good at it, helping to develop the mental side um, and strategy too. I mean, we you know he he helps us to identify what our strengths are and what will work well against certain opponents, and that's really big because in a game like tennis where it's so mental and you're so focused on doing your things right, you might overlook some things that your opponent is doing. So it really helps to have that outside influence telling you like, hey, look, you need to do this because this person has this strength and this weakness and this is how you're going to be the most successful in this match. You're listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Jake Seaver sitting down with Michael Zabo coming off of a big win against number 22 Ferris State. Um, All right, Mike. What's the projection of this team like? Where can we go from here? So it's obviously super early, and I don't want to jinx anything, but if we play like we did today and we keep having wins like we did today, um, I think NCAAs is definitely what we're shooting for now. It was a goal of ours at the beginning of the season, and like I said, we lost some starters, so it looked like we were. it might be a far-reaching goal, but what we showed today 
we really can be a special team and we haven't gotten to NCAAs in program history. So that's really what we're looking to do. And if we get there, we'll adjust and we'll start shooting a little bit higher. But right now, I think that's really what we're working for. How many teams get invited to the national tournament? Uh, so it's eight from each region. We were actually the ninth team last year. So Tough. we were the last one out, which there's some circumstances around that that yeah. we we don't agree and some of the other coaches throughout the region don't agree that we should have been left out. So potential conspiracy yeah, scandal Yeah, let's air it out. There. What happened? What happened? I mean, we, we had better wins than the eighth team that got in. Um, sim- like, against similar teams, we actually the same teams, we had better wins and we had, um, you know, similar matchups throughout the year and we did better than the eighth team that got in. And, uh, going into selection night, we really thought we were going to be the eighth team in. Mm-hmm. And so it was obviously a big disappointment. You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. It, we're not super serious about it being a conspiracy, but <laughs> it was definitely a disappointment last year. Um, but I think it it gave us this fire that we would come into this year and we want to keep working harder and harder to reach that goal. And I think today we really showed what we can do when we put it all together. Do you know where the national tournament's at? So the the regional tournament will be hosted by whoever the one seed okay, is. Yep. Um, last year it was Indy. I'm assuming they they will be one. Are or they in just the unbelievable? They're good. They they re- they recruit really well. Um, D two. There's a lot of foreign players, so uh, you know their team is mostly consisting of foreign players, and mm-hmm. and that's fine. We have. Uh, predominantly an american team which you don't see a lot in d2 um but yeah it, it may be indy uh looking ahead past that if we made like the final four of regionals you make it on to the next round and that's the actual national finals um so i think 16 teams go there and that's normally held in either florida or california somewhere nice and sunny okay follow-up question uh when you guys make it to either Florida or California, can Martin and I come with you to uh, to cover the team? Absolutely. I think we'll be okay. taking uh, – we, we're going to have multiple fan buses coming Perfect. down, so uh, you'll definitely find a seat on there. Awesome. All right, uh, Dr. Arnold, if you're listening, you heard it here first. Martin Peterson, Jake Seavers going with the tennis team. Uh, Mark, you want to come too? Yeah, yeah. All right, Mark, our producer, is going too. Uh, so I'll, we'll, have, uh, we'll have a donor write a check for that. Uh, you talked about earlier how – Tennis isn't necessarily the uh, the most fun sport to watch. Do you watch professional tennis at all? I actually do, and I think um, a lot of people may not watch it because they don't really understand what's going on. I know the scoring can be complicated, especially if you have never been exposed to it before. Tennis can be a really fast-paced and fun game to watch. I think it, it's similar to watching hockey. It's going back and forth. You're constantly trying to you know keep up with what's happening, and that can be really fun. Um, so, yeah, I personally do. I watch professional tennis when I can. Uh, it's really cool to see. And, you know, sometimes we get lucky enough that some of the kids that we played with in juniors end up in the pros and we get to see that. And we, you know, we played them when they were young. So that's really cool. Um, but, yeah, I encourage you, if you've never watched a tennis match, come out to one of our matches or one of the girls' matches, see what's going on. It can be a fun time. So who's who's your guy? Is it is it Rafa or is it Fed or is it Novak? I'm I'm a Federer guy. Okay. I think he's the greatest of all time, undisputed right now, because uh, he has the most Grand Slams. But 
uh, just his dominance on every surface in the past, you know, 15 years. Except is just, for clay. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you specialize in clay and you can always win on clay, like, that's great. And Nadal's a great player and he can do that. But the fact that Federer's been able to do it on every surface, that's that's what really shows what the best is. Yeah, the GOAT. I'll, I'll agree with you. I love Fed. Um, all right, Mike, we've got – I was delaying the lead a little bit. So we've got another show, uh, Locker Room Talk. You yes. got. You should check it yes. out. Uh, it's a great show. Uh, we sometimes get off the rails, but we talk about sports on it. And Mike just brought to my attention that he can't be there tomorrow, and he wasn't there last week either. So, Mike, what's going on? Yep, so we're in season, obviously, so there's some uh, – you know priorities that have to that have to be taken um i'm dealing with some injuries right now so i'm trying to figure that out and that's why i was gone last week and that's that's probably why i'll be gone tomorrow so uh hopefully we get that worked out and we can keep rolling with the tennis team because that's that's what's important you know radio can be forever but i can only play tennis for another year and a half okay i'm just letting you know you're not getting paid for those uh two episodes that you're missing i should have been paid for the last you know 50 episodes that i've done still haven't gotten my check uh, i'll talk to our accountant about that okay. one uh so what's going on with the injury torn pec right potentially we're hoping not that um you know i was able to play a little bit in doubles today yesterday i struggled to play singles um so let's hope no tears but yeah we're, yeah we're figuring it out could you do a push-up right now if you if you wanted to i could probably do one it would hurt a lot i might cry but I could I could probably bang one out if I you had might to. cry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to do that. All right, Mike. That's all I have for you. Uh, thank you so much, and go get them. Good luck the rest of the year. Thanks for having me. In ladies' hoops, Hillsdale treated its biggest home crowd of the season to an absolute show in an 88-67 win over Finley Saturday afternoon at the Dawn Tibbetts Potter Arena. The victory, Hillsdale's third in a row, makes the team 11 and 11 overall and 9 and 7 in the GMAC. The Chargers went 15 for 29 from beyond the three-point line, second most made threes in a game this season, and third most in a game in school history. Up next, Hillsdale men's basketball lost a heartbreaker 75-70 to the University of Finley Saturday afternoon at the Don Tibbetts Potter Arena. The loss snapped Hillsdale's eight-game winning streak and sets the team at 16-6 overall and 12-3 in the GMAC. The Chargers now sit in second place in the GMAC, one game behind the Oilers. The Chargers open the game by feeding off a frenzied home crowd, going on a wild 19-2 run to open up a 13-point lead with 12.46 to go in the first half. The sequence was the Chargers at their best. They were quick on offense, moving the ball around and manufacturing open shots. The team rebounded its defensive boards well, not allowing the Oilers very many second looks at the rim. But over the years, Finley has proven itself to be a team capable of absorbing an offensive run by its opponent and countering effectively. Despite the Chargers' early 13-point lead, it was the Oilers who had the lead at halftime, 37-33. Sophomore Davis Larson, who had finished with a career-high of 26 points, sank a pair of free throws that capped a 14-4 run that gave Hillsdale a 61-60 lead with 3.57 to go in the game. However, Finley quickly struck back with a 7-0 run over the next minute 33 to take the lead for good. 
Sophomore Austin Yarian came off the bench to tally 15 points and 9 rebounds in 29 strong minutes on the court. Sophomore guard Connor Hill played with energy and toughness in picking up 12 points and 4 assists. The Oilers enjoyed a huge The Oilers enjoyed a huge advantage from the free throw line in this game, outscoring the Chargers 31 to 7 from the charity stripe. The number 9 team in Division 2 finished 31 for 42 from the line as a team compared to 7 for 11 for the Chargers. In softball, three first inning runs were enough for Eckerd College to defeat the Hillsdale College softball team 3 to 1 in the Chargers' final game in the 2019 NFCA leadoff classic in Clearwater, Florida. Hillsdale, now 2-3 on the season, is off until returns to the Sunshine State to begin spring break play March 8. The Tritons tallied all three of their runs in the top of the first inning on a wild pitch and a two-run single. The Chargers were held off the board until junior Sam Catrone singled home Amanda Mara in the bottom of the fourth inning. Sophomore Natalie Walters pitched five shutout innings in relief for Hillsdale, holding Eckerd down effectively. She struck out two and scattered five hits in her relief appearance. Senior Katie Kish belted out two more hits to finish the tournament with a total of nine hits and 18 at-bats, a 500 batting average against some very good competition. In ladies' hoops, Hillsdale treated its biggest home crowd of the season to an absolute show in an 88-67 win over Finley Saturday afternoon at the Dawn Tibbetts Potter Arena. The victory, Hillsdale's third in a row, makes the team 11-11 overall and 9-7 in the GMAC. The Chargers went 15-for-29 from beyond the three-point line, second-most made threes in a game this season, and third-most in a game in school history. That'll do it for this episode of Charger Rundown. I'm Jake Seavers on Radio Free Hillsdale 